I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. I have a theory. I can't let go of the image of me as Adric um, <laughs> trying to do my theory podcast when Cyberman comes and shoots my, <laughs> shoots my podcast equipment. Oh, I was about to have a theory and now it's gone. Oh, and I knew I was right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's stupid and I kind of love it. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I'm... <laughs> the middle of talking about uh in some possibly unhinged but i think delightful theories uh about the dalek movies from the 60s um dalek dalek's invasion earth 2150 ad which has the apostrophe after daleks you know correctly they wouldn't even put an apostrophe in now like they would just have it would be daleks colon <laughs> But no, it's like it's like Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD. Um I love it. Uh so the 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 last theory we heard was Ian and Barbara making some money producing films um about their adventures and you know I went on my crazy <laughs> crazy theory that the doctor comes and tells the production team, you know. What's going on in Doctor Who world? You know, what's what's been happening? What's uh, how he's been getting on in his space travels, um, space and time travels? Uh, so I kind of love that theory. Um, when Justin and I were watching it, like when we got to the end, we of course started having you know theories, immediate theories, and. One of the ones we came up with was, you know, it's a multiverse. Like this is, because, you know, I've had, like, we did a multiverse episode recently. Um, Some people don't like the multiverse. Some people are really into many types of multiversalness. Um, One of the, the kind of things that I discovered with my multiversal theories was that 
there are no other doctors. Like that's kind of the implication in the Rose Tyler Dimension Canon multiverse stories, um, that the Doctor doesn't exist in any of these other universes. So I find it interesting that if, like, the, this this still does kind of fit the multiverse theory. I mean, A, if this is, you know, Doctor and Rose who and their grandchildren. <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, but also, like, it kind of, you know goes, oh, well, this is a multiverse where there are still Daleks and there's still a Doctor, but he's human. He's not a Time Lord. There's no Time Lords in this dimension and he's probably not going to live to be a bazillion years old and regenerate 14 times because he's human. Um, So even in this universe, even though this universe is trying to have a Doctor, like it's trying to manifest one that you know, he still doesn't quite turn up, if that makes sense. Am I making sense with my crazy theories? Um, anyway, I love it. I love I love the idea that this is a multiversal uh, other, other doctor, you know, the peek into a life we didn't see. Um, apparently, there was also a radio show um, that they tried to produce around this time, like that supposedly Peter Cushing recorded. Like, he's got such a huge career like he's kind of had a massive um career uh he's done so much um and he's such a great kind of i mean i know he's done a lot of terrible kind of horror movies i shouldn't say they're terrible they're wonderful fun um but you know all those hammer horror movies with stabbing poor christopher lee right in the chest um But uh, yeah, he's a he's a great performer. But yeah, apparently they did a pilot for a Doctor Who radio show that was based on these movies. So it was Peter Cushing playing this kind of more genial, friendly, uh, you know, fun grandfathery Doctor Who, as opposed to William Hartnell, who's still very paternal um, in those scenes. Uh, you know, like with not only with. Um, uh, Susan, but you know, like with Vicky and with Dodo, like he's very, very grandfatherly, and but also has that other edge that you know of that paternal edge, which is kind of stern at times. Like you know, it's a very different portrayal. But um, yeah, so apparently they made a radio show, but no one can find it; it's gone missing, like much of the uh, Doctor Who history, off into the sands of time. Um, so there were other movies planned uh, There was meant to be a third one Straight after this But uh, the Daleks Invasion of Earth Did not make as much money As everyone expected I think they were hoping it would make you know A great big bucket of cash in America And it just kind of didn't I think the first one did okay um, But then the second one just didn't make And which is weird Because like the second one is better like more happens, it's rocks along. Like there's a great sequence. You know the sequence where Barbara and Balaclava Jenny um, drive through the Daleks because they're surrounded. Like that scene in the movie is so good because you get to see like all down different laneways. Like it feels very much like they're surrounded by Daleks. It's, um, yeah, it's kind of creepy. And also the whole bombed out London, invaded London thing. It does, like that almost feels like a multiversal thing in and of itself it's like oh yeah what if hitler won 
and he <laughs> he wore a tin can and went around screaming. Um, you know, the Daleks being space Nazis that they are. Uh, so, yeah, it's got that kind of vibe to it. Um, oh, you know, another thing I only found out about this week um, when researching this. By the way, I do do some research for this podcast and then I confuse myself when I'm speaking out loud. Like I don't write it down to read it, um, <laughs> which you can probably tell. You can tell when I'm reading stuff out because <laughs> I'm slow and methodical. Uh, but um, I found out that because I know for the first time watching this movie uh, at the cinema, I noticed I'm like, well, like there's so many ads for sugar puffs. Like, what is that about? Apparently, uh, the filmmakers did a deal with the Quaker Oats Company to like flog stuff. Like, so there's product placement. So all the ads for sugar puffs that are all around the place have been paid for. Like it was product placement even in the 60s. <laughs> so it's like, oh, because I hadn't noticed it before and then saw it and I was like, why are they all there? And then was, you know, in my research has discovered that that was a thing. They, Quaker Oats were mad for throwing money at cinema, like at this stage. Like they also financed uh, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie in the 70s, um, which is only like, what, five years up, four, four years after this? Um, so they... Uh, so they're the reason it became Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because they were going to make some Willy Wonka chocolate bars. Um, unfortunately, uh, they did not did not get the chocolate recipe correct. Um, so when the chocolate bars went out to shops, they had their melting point was well, it was room temperature. <laughs> So all these chocolates <laughs> that they'd been they'd basically invested this you know huge amount of money in this film as a gigantic ad for their new line of Wonka chocolate bars and the Wonka chocolate bars just had to be recalled because they were a mess. They just melted and ran everywhere. Like, did I ever tell you about the story about my I had a boyfriend who was English who whose mum sent him uh <laughs> Sent him an advent calendar, um, and he hung it on the back of his door uh, in Melbourne. And you know, went to work one day, and then came home. And you know, it's just normal Melbourne summer day. It was only forty degrees. You know, that's kind of normal. <laughs> Melbourne. Like, we don't think twice about it. It's like, oh, it's 40 degrees. I'll go to the cinema. I hope the air conditioning's not broken. Um, that happened to me once. 45 degrees. I watched all of Benjamin Button in a pool of sweat. Uh, anyway, he got home from work and his advent calendar was just a big brown stain down the back of the door. <laughs> the poor thing. I'm like, oh, you poor love. Like, yeah. Like, it was, a, I, I kind of hadn't factored in the effect our climate has on food. Like, you know, I love a vanilla slice. I think they're the most delicious things in the world. But I didn't realise the reason we have vanilla slices in this country is because we can't have a cream slice because it's, it's no good. Like, I went, <laughs> when I first went to England and I saw what I thought was a vanilla slice, I'm like, oh, that's just cream in between those bits of gorgeous pastry with the, with the yummy bits on top. Like, I'm, oh, my God, that's... Oh, we have custard because the cream would be gone in, like, an hour. Like... <laughs> Australia, it's like, would you like a cream slice? Yeah, the cream's dead. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a melted puddle now. Um, all right, that's been Cream Chat. Uh, 
Uh, I'd love more of your thoughts and theories on the Doctor Who movies. Let's keep going. Uh (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.